Hello everyone, welcome to Oh Wow the Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host Augustine and today we're getting into season 4, episode 1, Thomas. It's been nice having a little bit of a break. I took the past two weeks off between seasons, which was a very good idea. It was really refreshing to enjoy the end of summer, and I really appreciate all the nice comments from you guys asking if we would be back this week, and here we are. So we're getting into season four today. I also failed to mention in the past couple episodes that I got a Cassie tattoo, on my thigh you can see it on the podcast instagram and i'm really excited about it because i think that makes me like the biggest fan (laughs) just kidding anyway so yeah getting into season four we left off with cook freddie effie all on a boat oh jj was there They were dumping Cook's dad in the harbor and sailing away into the night. And so now we're starting with a totally different change of pace scenario. There's this big nightclub event. It's like the biggest club event we've seen on the show so far. And everyone's dancing. And there's a strange girl who we don't know who is sniffing drugs Also, also, the new theme song starts with this season, I believe, because I noticed, I thought I had my video on, like, 1.5 speed, but then I realized that they just changed the theme song. I missed the old theme song. This episode made me just miss the first generation, I can't even lie to you guys, because it's a tough episode. It's, like, really, really fucking heavy right off the bat. So, the new theme song threw me off. This new girl, this club, there's so much new stuff going on. And she kind of had like Euphoria vibes. She had like the glittery eye makeup and the drugs. I've never seen Euphoria, as I've mentioned before, but that's what I've seen from the promo for that show. Again, they're just like ripping off skins, but it's fine. And Cook is fucking some girl on the stairs, as he does. So I guess it's good that he's moving on from Effie. This girl is just, like, stumbling around, bumping into people. We see that the cast we recognize is at this event, and the girl climbs up on a balcony while everyone's dancing, and she just jumps off and hits the floor, and everyone starts screaming and panicking. They really did a good job of uh, not trying to catch her at all. (laughs) Like... I've seen people crowd surf from a height like that, and people can just catch them. So these people really dispersed rapidly seeing someone coming towards them. And yeah, not a great end for this girl whose name I don't even think we really catch. Did we catch it? If I missed it, I'm sorry, and one of you can just correct me. We find out that Thomas was actually DJing that night at the club, and so he and Alan, who's the club owner, are in for interrogation, getting questioned by the police, and Thomas is really fucking stressed, obviously. After the cops leave, they talk about how the club was over 200 people over capacity, how the bouncers were letting in all these underage people, And they knew there were drugs being sold there. So obviously Thomas is just terrified of going to prison for being implicated in the death of this girl. By the way, the girl died. 
So immediately, just stress. We're just stressed right off the bat starting this season, which doesn't really fade at all. And Thomas is getting threatened by Alan saying, don't say a word or like, we're going to fuck you up, which kind of reminded me of when we first met Thomas in season three and he was getting threatened by Johnny White. So Pandora and Thomas return to his house where his mom is with his brother who's sick and just stress like this whole episode I don't even really want to talk about it because it's just so stressful and heavy and there's like very little comedic relief at all it's just sad and depressing and so yeah Thomas's brother Daniel is sick his mom is like really stressed out and is talking about how Pandora is like a whore and a bad girl and there's a funny moment where Thomas's mom goes, where can I find a virgin in this country? Which I just thought was funny. That was like one of the few funny moments. But then she slaps him. Like, I'm sorry, but like Thomas's mom kind of sucks. And like, I get it. But like, she's just really mean to him. So I feel bad for him. <sighs> Pandora's trying to unite them I guess because she can see that Thomas is really upset and she's trying to make him feel better by like initiating sex with him because teenagers and escapism go hand in hand and obviously when you're their age you don't have the full therapy coping mechanism toolkit to draw from so Panda's just thinking like hey sex is a distraction from the horrible feelings that we're having and she's just doing her best to make him feel better but it's not working. He goes to church the next morning and there's like a very beautiful service. So that was nice. But Thomas is really struggling internally. We can see it on his face. And then he catches the eye of a girl in the choir who is very beautiful. She does nothing wrong in this episode. Thomas, I have some feelings about Thomas in this episode, but he makes eyes with her and we can see that there's a little bit of a connection and then when they're leaving the service the pastor's like super weird and being like quoting star wars and then thomas's siblings are like no that's obi-wan kenobi that's not that's not god that's star wars and also i'm sorry if i said the wrong star wars thing just now i don't know anything about star wars but that's what i remember them saying in the episode anyway So there's like this weird, tense church scene. And then we go to the college and Cook goes right up to Thomas and grabs him around the neck because, of course, Cook is not afraid of a little confrontation. (laughs) If anything, he is not afraid to just chit-chat. So he says, man, that girl was so fucked up. And again, like, I think Cook is even trying to make Thomas feel better by just being like, hey, we're friends. That girl was just fucked up. But we can see that there's, like, some sort of secret going on because Cook is kind of being shifty-eyed, so we don't really know. And then we meet the new college director, David Blood, who's a real D-bag. And he's like, you all are rubbish. This college is rubbish. We're all going to change together. So we're going to keep an eye on that through this season because I suspect that that is a big part of the plot. I literally do not remember anything about season four other than things that guests said during season three. Like, I don't fucking remember. 
I remember a little bit of what happens with Effie. But other than that, like, it's going to be new to me as I'm watching every week. So you're getting my real opinions because I don't do not remember. Anyway, so I'm going to keep an eye on this David Blood guy because he's like a pretty small part of this episode. Then Doug, who we know, like the headmaster guy, Doug, says that the police are coming to interview the students about what happened with the girl. And that's a little bit of like a Degrassi kind of moment. From what we can tell so far, it seems like Cook is probably the one who sold her the drugs because Cook is acting the most obviously suspicious. But, like, when is Cook not acting suspicious, too? That's my question. (laughs) So, we're keeping an eye on Cook. It's a little bit of a mystery. We're, like, in the assembly room, the gym, because that's where the interviews are happening. And Emily's there... Freddie's there. We find out that Effie has not talked to Freddie at all, which is weird because in the last episode, she just confessed that she loves Freddie. And now JJ saying, oh no, Effie broke up with all of us. And so now the friend group's back together and it's been great not having Effie causing problems. So JJ's very happy because, you know, he just wants the boys to be friends without the fucking drama that Effie kind of... uh was the catalyst for <laughs> to put it gently also freddie like leans back against the gym mats and he's wearing the most musty y2k jeans please go look at that scene and see all the buttons and i can smell them i can smell his pants through the scene i'm like i know what those pants smell like and they smell musty and sweaty and that's all i have to say about that no further comment on freddy's jeans i've said enough thomas walks in on cook throwing drugs down the toilet so again cook is the obvious like person of interest here if we're doing a little detective work ourselves and thomas is trying to figure it out and he's like oh here's cook (laughs) throwing drugs down the toilet before getting interrogated by the police pandora tries to kiss thomas and be affectionate with him but everything that the pastor said earlier in the episode that I didn't go super into but the pastor was saying like you think that your friends are there for you but they're not and start paying attention to how they're not there for you which okay sure so now Thomas is really suspicious of everybody and he's like annoyed with Pandora he shrugs her off and turns her down and she's just feeling hurt because she's just trying to make him feel better Thomas hears the girl singing in French and he follows the sound of the singing into this apparent recording studio that the the school has. (laughs) They just have a recording studio, I guess, and it's the girl from church and she's singing this beautiful song about their home country, the Congo, that he's also from. So, of course, this girl reminds him of home and, like, the things that feel familiar to him, and it makes sense that he would feel like she's a comforting presence while everything is so scary and fucked up. But I'm also like, this girl doesn't know you, Thomas, but whatever. Thomas and his siblings go after school to the prayer group, which also has like the creepiest vibes with the pastor and the daughter who is the girl from the church we find out her name's andrea so i'm just gonna say her name because it gets confusing to repeat (laughs) the girl from the choir so it's like andrea and her dad who is the pastor 
doing this prayer group and it's just like weird and then when thomas is in the kitchen with the pastor he's the pastor's like give me your soul i'm like i feel like i'm missing so much of what's happening but i think it's all just like weird and supposed to be just kind of unsettling because everything feels really unsettling and anxious for thomas at this point and he's like looking for comfort and nothing feels comforting and he's being told to question all of his friends and then this pastor's like give me your soul which is very fucking weird then they end up back in the hospital because daniel's sick again and the doctor is like hey what's wrong with your house why is your kid sick with like upper respiratory infections all the time and thomas's mom is just yelling and being like i take good care of my kids like don't tell me what to do and the doctor's like if you have mold in your house like that's really bad and maybe child services will come which is dramatic that is really shitty of the doctor to threaten especially with that like power dynamic that's really fucked up so of course that just escalates the situation even further and then thomas is like mom we have mold in our house we need a nicer house oh my god so just things are so heightened and so fucking stressful and thomas is like about to go postal at this point the fact that he's just holding everything in is truly incredible because i would be freaking the fuck out if i were him and we also find out that thomas's dad is dead which i don't think we've like talked about before but now we just know that and then we don't really address that beyond him just saying, like, dad's dead, he's not coming. So he sees Andrea in the hospital because, of course, she's there. And they start kissing in, like, the laundry room. And then they just immediately fuck in the laundry room of the hospital. Like, one kiss, penetration. <laughs> To which I say, why? Why do I have to see Thomas's bare ass thrusting in a laundry room in a hospital? I don't want to see it. It's kind of gross. Like, I don't want to see that. And, of course, it's like, fuck you, Thomas. Why are you fucking this random girl? Like, I guess this is how he's just getting the stress out of his system. But that's also not fair to Andrea, who is, like, completely not implicated in any of this. (laughs) But whatever. They bang, I guess. Pandora and JJ show up um, to Thomas's with donuts and movies, or they are all hanging out somewhere. I don't know where they are, but they're trying to be cheerful. They're trying to be friends and, you know, just be like, here, we can help distract you from all this shit that's going on. And they're watching this movie, Redneck Bride, I think is what it's called. I don't know if that's a real movie or not. Someone's going to have to check if that's a real movie. But while JJ's really into the movie, Thomas tells Pandora that he slept with someone else. And Pandora's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why? (laughs) So obviously Pandora's heartbroken because she's just trying to comfort him. And then she finds out that he banged somebody for no reason. And I don't want to, like, hold Thomas to a higher standard than everyone else because Cook does this kind of shit all the time. And I'm just like, oh, that's just Cook. But we've come to know Thomas as such a reputable and, like, classy person who's very loyal. And so it is really out of character for him. And I kind of hate when that happens. Like, 
oh, you just have higher expectations of someone. So I guess if it was Cook, I'd be like, oh, that's just Cook being Cook. But with Thomas, it's like we do expect better from him. He's a better person than Cook, (laughs) like, as far as we know. And he doesn't do these, like, spiteful, petty things. We, We haven't seen him to be that way, really. So it's just really unusual for him to do something like that. And, of course, Pandora is heartbroken. She doesn't want to be with someone who's, like, Cook. She loves Thomas. Then Thomas gets expelled for being involved with the death of this girl. And very little explanation about that. So his day is really going downhill even further. Naomi and Cook are chit-chatting, and they're, like, in this pub. They're looking very suspicious, and they're looking over at Thomas and looking back at each other, whispering. And Thomas just freaks out and starts beating the shit out of Cook and being like, I know you sold the girl drugs. Like, this is your fucking fault. Basically, take responsibility that this is your fault. And... Of course, there's this animosity between Cook and Thomas because of Pandora. So that tension was already there, as if we needed another reason for it to boil over. But surprise plot twist, we find out that Naomi is the one who sold the drugs to the girl because Cook just sold the drugs to Naomi. And then she was like, oh, I needed a little money. Don't tell Emily I'm sure that's not going to come up in a near episode to happen. Like, don't tell Emily that I sold the drugs that led this girl to kill herself. No big deal. So Thomas has been, like, brawling with Cook. He shows up at the pastor's door. Also, like, I don't know if the guy's a pastor. I don't know church terms. So if he's, like, a minister or, like, a priest, I don't know. I'm sorry. I really have no clue what they're called. I just say pastor because that's, like, church guy to me. Anyway, he shows up drunk and bleeding from his face at the pastor's door. And surprise, surprise, this pastor who had said in the church service, in the first church scene, oh, we'll always be here for you. We're your people. Like, we're your family and we'll always be here for you. Oh, guess who's the first to close the door in Thomas's face and turn him away when he's, like, struggling? Of course. Fucking hypocrites. So... I just wrote dot 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 okay but Andrea does run out after Thomas and they're sitting on this playground and he tells her that all the things that I've already said like she reminds him of home and she's like good but he loves Pandora so he regrets that decision that's for sure but we'll have to see if Pandora will forgive him He also uses all the money from the club night to, like, buy a nicer house or pay the deposit or whatever for a house for his family. So that's cool. That's, like, a step in the right direction. And then he shows up at Pandora's house to apologize because I think he realizes he was in a really dark place. And he is not like Cook because Cook will just stew in the misery and the chaos and the garbage and thomas is like okay i fucked up i'm gonna take responsibility i'm gonna do better i'm gonna right my wrongs and that's the difference between those two is just holding yourself accountable and trying to change and do better so he shows up at pandora's she turns him away at the door and we see 
who's been counseling Pandora on what to do other than Effie. Haven't seen Effie yet. So Effie's kicking around and she has that devious little smirk on her face. So we'll see what she's been up to. And the episode ends with Thomas crying. It's really fucking sad. Ugh, this one is, like, heart-wrenching, guys. I haven't even looked at what's next week, so I'll have to take a look-see at that. So thanks for bearing with me through this stressful, dramatic, and overall generally upsetting introduction to season four. We're having so much fun here. Such a blast to listen to. (laughs) So if you stuck with it this whole time, thank you for being a wonderful listener and fan of Skins. Y'all are awesome. This community is so great and is such a shining light in my life. So I'm happy to be back to doing the pod again. And yeah, we'll be back next Friday with season four, episode two. And you can check out the Instagram at Oh Wow the Podcast. I have not been posting on the Reddit, let's be honest, but I do still update the YouTube so you can talk there. Maybe I'll make a Reddit post every once in a while, but I haven't been doing it every week. I don't like spamming the Skins TV thread. I just kind of feel like a D bag <laughs> doing that. So anyway. Come find me on the social medias, talk about what you think about this season, what's coming up, and I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves, enjoy the beginning of fall, it's a great time of year, and it's an especially great time of year to enjoy our love for skin. So, have a good one, see you guys next time, thanks, bye!